This is the Hypocritic Podcast. Joining me is Stephen. I'm Trent, and we're a couple of amigos who enjoy a good motion picture. Good motion picture. A good film, a well, good movie. People were not real critics. critics at all. Definitely not the ones you want to listen to. If you're looking for legit critics, you probably should go somewhere else. Yes. Not here. We're just not kind of here. good we friends. Like that to do this and think we know what we're doing, but we realize that we do not. No. And uh, we have no certificates or diplomas on any of the <laughs> any <laughs> films or any any credentials at Let's all. Let's try to get a certificate in something, okay? And but we have perspective on. No we'll boast that certificate. And we like to talk about the film, but um, there'll be spoilers. A yeah, lot of them. There will be spoilers for whatever movie we talk about. We're going to go in depth, so mm-hmm. definitely don't listen past this point if you don't want to hear that. And if you could give us five stars and review sometime, that'd be fantastic. Fantastic. As well. In fact. That's going to really help us out a lot, and we appreciate that a lot. It's a free way for you to just give help, us a... Help, uh, help, help us out. Us. So we're going to end up doing on this episode um, a little bit... I, I liked it. We'll see what you think, Stephen, in a second. <laughs> when Harry Met Sally, starring... Ellipses. Starring Billy, Kristen, uh, Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan. It's uh, when Harry Is it Met ellipses? Sally, Ellipses. Is yeah. there an Ellipses at the yeah, end of that Yeah, just like... Uh, what was the other movie uh, we had with Ellipses? Waiting. Waiting ellipses, which is yeah. one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, me too. This um, this had an ellipses in it, and I noticed that, so I wanted to really it. yes. <laughs> so when Harry met Sally with Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan, it's a great movie. I really liked it. We'll get into how Stephen feels in just a second. Just everyone. a second. However, I want to quickly say, um, if you haven't seen the movie, this is a quick plot. So in 1977, college students. Harry Burns actually graduates. Harry Burns and Sally Albright share a contentious car ride to New York, during which they argue about whether men and women can ever truly, strictly be platonic friends. Hmm. Hmm. Big question mark there. Big question mark. We'll get to that. Ten years later, Harry and (laughs) Sally meet again at a bookstore, and in the company of their respective best friends, Jess and Marie, attempt to stay friends without sex, becoming an issue between them. And that's basically the whole... It is a really weird movie. From the beginning to the end, they're young and they, they get older and they go through other relationships yes. without still having sex. Right. You know, so it is interesting to see the whole plot go through, but um, it's cool. that's a gist of the movie. It's a cool movie. It's yeah. a, I would say, older audience movie, but, but can it's be... 89. It can be seen by a... Somebody our age and enjoy it. Yeah, is is an eighty nine? Meg Ryan looked real young. Oh yeah, it was, and she was a big star then. Yeah, too. and I know, um, I've heard, I know, I've heard his voice other places. Courtney's you brought have. up the fact that he was Mike Wazowski. Maybe I'm gonna have to double check that when we do. You'll double check that double in a second. Check when Harry met Sally. So quickly, you know, before we get to brass tacks. I want to say no, not yet. I wanted to say I want to say yeah. I know you went snowboarding this week. You talked about it in a previous episode as well. How was the snowboarding trip? It was good, man. It was good. Both my parents uh, were ski patrol down. Oh yeah. Okay. So tell me about. So my mom got less. She had a knee injury that she was skiing. She Uh had less of an injury. It was interesting. That was the first time I've ever seen. Did you watch my parents? Get snow snow patrol down. Did you watch that? Did you go down at the same time with them? So you saw it. For my mom, yeah. For my dad, no. What happened with your mom then? My mom fell skiing. We just came down after her. We like let them go first, and she had fallen on the slope, 
and like got back in her skis and everything and thought she was going to be fine. And she like realized, she was like, wow, my leg is really hurt. Uh-huh. And then we were kind of like still in a pretty rough section uh-huh. that would get out to a lighter section. But we're like, you're going to have to get to this rough section. And like, we don't want you to kill yourself. So there happened to be a ski patrol coming by. He called it in real quick. Absolutely. So she's she's fine. She didn't ha- ever have to go to the doctor or anything. Mm-hmm. But I think she, her knee is still kind of messing with her a little bit from For it. For sure. But my dad had a much more serious injury. He like... Almost, they thought he completely dislocated his shoulder, but I guess he... He really fell. Yeah, he like... He must have been going fast. Yeah, he. I guess he really fell. And it was interesting because we were all in the same run, and Preston and I were in the front, and uh-huh. Stephanie and my dad were in the back, and they're the ones... She was with him when he got ski patrol down, just like she was with my mom and I when my mom got ski patrol down. Uh-huh. So she got to see both of them firsthand. Wow. But uh, yeah, it was the first year none of us have ever been ski patrol down. Yeah, man, that stuff can happen easily. I mean, yeah, and then we had the baby, so it was kind of rough recording too because she didn't get to snowboard the entire time Mm -hmm. that you normally would. Even me, like my time was cut back like at least thirty percent overall. Right, I man, I I just love snowboarding so much. It's it's fun in West Virginia. It was a lot of synthetic snow. It's way different. And we're kind of late in the season with it being. uh, just into March here, but you know, there's some 60 year olds or older uh, individuals who will go and get free or cheap passes. Actually, no, there's ski resorts that give older people free passes. Oh, if really? you can ski till that age or snowboard till that age, they just let you come out. They'll just let you come out on the slopes. Like you that's deserve cool. it. I, you know what I mean? That's pretty cool. I saw a lot of older people there and it was crazy. Cause they weren't even like, yeah. they're just out there enjoying it having a good time. And- Dude, that's the goal. Yeah. You got it. You want to be sixty and snowboarding. That's the goal. If you no, but me. it is. What I really, I mean, it is dangerous, dude. And the thing about it is, oh, it's super dangerous. I sure. mean, it could pull you out of work. And snowboarding's hard. Oh, it's not easy, but it's fun. Yeah, and Courtney was learning this time, so that was a uh, you know a big learning curve when you're first learning, and then uh-huh. you only get like half the time to snowboard. It's really hard. To, it is know, hard. Get, it's it's get hard it to learn. It takes a, a second. Once you get a, once you get it down, you you got it for it's like riding a bike. I, that's what I said when I came back to it. I was. I, was, so I told fun. her, I was like, it's really hard for it's me. It's so fun. I teach you because I feel like it's so intuitive now. Mm-hmm. But I, and I really just kind of know my own thing. But I agree. Um, it is like riding a bike. You get back on, and you're like, man, like we're back. So let's get back to brass tacks. But That's you, what, a fact. What, what were you doing? You were, uh, you were just working this week, weren't you? Oh, yeah. I was just working this week. Chip was working like a stump this week. I was week. working like a stallion this week. Gosh, I had to work the whole freaking week. You had the whole thing off. I know. It was, it was nice. And I had the weekend off now, and now we're just chilling on this freaking Yeah, uh, pod. All right. So uh, let's get brass, down to brass tacks, stats, and facts. What do you brass say? Brass tacks, stats, and facts. Stats and facts. The uh, Rotten Tomato meter score for this movie was a smooth ninety percent. Audience score eighty nine percent. That's an A. That's that an is, A. That if you an, ask me, that is an A or a high B. That's an A. On you, which of those you're at? So, you know, basically, it did well. Let's put it that way. IMDb gave it seven point six. In eighty nine, how did it do? Uh, when it first launched, do we know about that? No, I don't know that, but I know it was a big movie, so <clears throat> it did come out and because Meg and Ryan make was waves. big, and then I'm sh- who was that guy? Uh, oh, Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal, he was good. He was good too. I liked him, but uh, I feel like I've heard Meg him. Ryan blew up. She she got really big in the 80s, 90s, like right early 90s when we yeah. were kind of born. This is when Seinfeld was around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it reminded me a lot of Seinfeld. It did. Of. It, it was had very Seinfeld-esque like Seinfeld esque things. Kind of. 
it seemed like that guy was more dramatic version of and you know, kind of science film. You know, that's probably my subconscious picking this movie because <laughs> you love I Seinfeld. love Seinfeld. You love Be- Seinfeld. For the humor and the, the, but the Seinfeld obvious is different. I things. love Seinfeld too, and I wasn't too big of a fan of this movie. Oh, but you, I, okay. I, I was very like, I felt Seinfeld sort of like... Uh, humor. Not not humor as much, uh, but just more of like the, they were in New York. Mm-hmm. And it was 89. Exactly. It's like right around the time. So all the filming aspects and everything are very similar. Yeah. And then, you know, you have this guy that has this kind of a New York accent-ish kind of. Yeah. I feel like he was on Seinfeld. I guess he wasn't on Seinfeld. No, he wasn't on Seinfeld. Um, It was. He almost seems like a Seinfeld parallel. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's weird. So did you watch Seinfeld or no? I I did. Not uh, as extensively as you did. But I do. I will turn it on everyone. It's still one of those shows that's good. I can't tell you how many times I've seen every episode. I I can't even tell you how many times. Okay, so this movie came out in uh, July 21st of 1989. So it was right in 89. Right, and that's pretty much the 90s. And then it became the 90s. And uh, so it was drama romance rated R, one hour, 36 minutes, written by Nora Ephron. Not bad on the one hour and 36 minutes Perfect timing, I would say. I was about to say, I'm like, man, I hope this isn't another two and a half. (laughs) No, it wasn't. And so you you did like the... I felt like it was jam-packed with good content. It was just sort of a lot of the same content, I feel. Okay, it was so a lot of like the same conversation. It took you for a ride. It took you for a ride. I guess. For an hour and a half. Yeah, and I guess. With the, with but the, the grandparents whole, talking in the middles. And I the, know, and then there were so many different of the grandparents. Like the first grandparents had like it perfect. She's like, oh, I met her and mm-hmm. like fell in love. So the grandparents talk in this movie. They talk to each other. In, little, in snippets. little snippets of of how they met each other. Usually, and it's, it's in breaks. So I think cute. between yeah, it talks about how they met. See, I heard that one couple though. He was like, <laughs> he was like, oh, I've been married to her, and he's like, then we got divorced. He's yeah. like, then I got married to this other woman. He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And then I got married. I got divorced from her, and I got married to this other woman. And then he ended up it's like, like I divorced her. And he's like, then we're back in this thing. He's like, I see her again. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what did I say to you? She says. You said, where are you going after this? Said, yeah. So I said, where are you going after this? Yeah, some <laughs> of them were you know, so funny. We're, we're together. Some of them were so funny. We they was, had a lot of funny. I know. Because it, <laughs> it was so real. It felt so true. But it, I like that it was different relationships as far as the old people. Oh, for sure. Because you couldn't have that perfect couple yeah, every sure. time just come out and be like, oh, yeah, we've been. But you still see these two I old people it, in yeah. love and it like. It it's does, a yeah, good, good. feel-good moment. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. So it, sure. the production company was Castle Rock. That's the one with the uh, lighthouse that yeah. goes across. If you, uh, Castle it, Rock. It was filmed in New York. It was a $92 million box office, $16 million budget. I did realize 16 recently. $16 million budget, $92 box office. That's not bad. I did realize recently in the budget that includes actor salaries. Yeah, I'd assume. Did you also know it that? It includes everything. So if the movie gets a lot of sales... You can get a certain percentage to say like, "Hey, if this ma- movie makes more than fifty million, I want a percentage of every million, every million after that, or something like that." That's also what can be built in after, like budgets, like <clears throat> previous, past. You know, that's, that's like future. Because the actors probably want to have like, a, I feel like it's kind of like a song that someone writes. They're kind of like, "Listen, mm-hmm. this song got really big, yeah, maybe because of me." So yeah. I kind of want to have my hand in there. I understand that. Yeah, it's like a royalty or something. Some definitely like, like a royalty, but um, and uh, quickly, you still got to give the 
production companies there they're due uh-huh and uh quickly i wanted to talk about the soundtrack real quick because it's a cool soundtrack me and steven listened to it just a second ago it's a, it's very jazz smooth like jazz not smooth jazz but like like good sounding nice sounding jazz New there's York like jazz there's kind like, of like seinfeld exactly kind of like it's kind of had like yeah. almost a miles davis uh duke ellington it i think Oh, actually, I have it right here. Duke Ellington and Bob Russell. Pretty much eighties jazz kind of stuff. Yeah, and and that New York jazz. And I like that. I, I love like that. that sound. I love, I love I that sound. Want to go to New York so bad? I think I've told you this before. You were talking about you went to New York. You need to for go for New Year's. I've wanted to go to New York for so you long. would love it. I think. Yeah, uh, but it did have. Uh, so I felt like the music that really romanticized it for me. I Duke Ellington and Miles Davis. That's like. You get a Wall Street Journal. You listen to some jazz music. You get the candle on or something. It's so <laughs> Wall Street Journal. Smooth. It's back. so smooth. Yeah. The first song they had was "It Had to Be You," which we listened to, and then they had another song called "Winter Wonderland." I'll put them up on the uh, pot on this playlist. On the playlist, people, Spotify playlist. We're not messing around. We yeah, also we're not messing know around. The cliche songs. We're, so if you know oh any music cliche songs, dun 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 dun. dun Add those as well. We would we love them too. We want to know those songs. Um, and did you have uh, any? Oh, so I was also going to say quickly: ninety-two million uh, box office. It was that's all domestic. Said, really, all of it. Oh wow! That's Which is like a first. Maybe that's some before the nineties. That was like a normal thing. It, it wasn't so ninety-nine point nine percent domestic, and then one hundred thirty-eight thousand international. So it was all in-house in USA. Good America. How, I don't. I don't know how. I don't know why that that is for this movie, but. Maybe it was only marketed here and it was only popular here in the 89. Who knows? Or maybe that when they sell that kind of stuff off, the countries are like, you no longer get to use these. Maybe it wasn't. Also 90, think about what was going on in 89. What was it? I think that was around Berlin Wall. I don't know. Uh, it, it, it's, I think some political stuff was going on there. political stuff because I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, I will next time. So let's get into the five for five. <laughs> well, five for five early this week. Trent is doing this because he doesn't want to spill, spill anything early. That's hey. Okay, back at it. Five for five. You stay alive. Boom. Train. I know you're going to come at me with some shit this week. I got I questions for you. I got questions. I'm about to hit it out of the park. Okay, we'll see. Question number one. I never said that in my life five. before this podcast. Right, quickly, if you if you get four out of five questions, you get five dollars. That's the that's the game we do. That's the game and we do. We all learn more about this movie quickly. And I need this money. Question number one. Will go a Question long number one. Way. According to Sally, what's the statute of limitations on apologies? And this, let me also say, <laughs> let me also say, every question's 50-50. Oh, Every nice. question this week is 50-50. Nice. A little spin on it, a little spin on okay, it. Okay, that is a little different. That, it gives me a much bigger chance. You so know. I'm going to give you the answers quickly and then I'll repeat the question. So A is 10 years, B is 5 years. According to Sally, what's the statute of limitations on apologies? And statute of limitations? That means, like, how long do you have until an apology doesn't matter anymore? Oh, I see, I see. Okay, Okay. so I would say five years? Incorrect. In my mind, so ten years is still, you're still good for an apology? It's ten years. 
Interesting. Yeah, Maybe to her. Years. I didn't hear. I didn't hear that part. Um. I mean, I'm not surprised. That one's. That's like. A, what about you? Is, what's your uh, statue? Well, actually, so. <laughs> is it after five years? You just sort of I say think mine's. <laughs> I think mine's in the middle. Seven point five years. Seven point five years. You know, Trim I'm gonna take an average of the two. <laughs> At least seven point five. Because years. so they uh, actually were together for twelve years and three months before they got married. So, 10 years, he must have apologized to her. Oh, it says here, Harry wanted, wanted to apologize for his behavior during their road trip almost 10 years earlier. Uh, Sally then asked such a Harry douche. out to dinner. He was such a douche on he the way out. I was, remember thinking, I was like, this guy's a creep and he's a douche. I know, because he was kind of douchey. <laughs> and he was kind of creepy. I'm and like, he was kind of creepy. Why? First of all, you're you alone remember? with this girl on a big, long trip. Like, you shouldn't be talking about and sex he, And he's all. kissing her really deeply in the intro. Oh, her friend. He's ki- kissing her friend very deeply. While she's watching. Because <laughs> they're, they're, they're the friends. Um, those those two girls were girlfriends. Exactly. And then this guy, she was like, hey, bring, help my, you know, just mm-hmm. help him out. You got Can some. you drive him? And she's like, all right, I got like everything ready. We're going to figure out each increments of driving we're going to do three hours each. And I know those stop points along the way I've already got. Yeah, so she's I'll like start, ready for this. Like I'll start driving. And he's and like, yeah, drive. well, whatever. Like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> just a douchebag. Billy Crystal was a good douche about it, and he got better. I think I think his character grew too with the movie, mm-hmm. as hers did. But um, it was funny. So there was some back and forth about Tom Hanks being potentially Billy Crystal role in Billy Crystal's oh, role. Oh wow! I but think I never played, happened. I never never came that. to fruition. <clears throat> um, so okay, but I think the whole character in general of his was like too much. Uh huh. It I was. Mean, it was. It was extra. Yeah, and the whole movie was just weird because of that. He did a great job for his role. I don't know if Tom Hanks could have done as good job of, as being kind of like a ass. Oh, no, I, I honestly really didn't love the movie, but maybe if Tom Hanks was in that role, maybe I would have liked him more. Okay. Yeah, I, I could see that. Because there's... An, maybe that does go to show how good of an actor he is. Because when you really don't like someone because of their character... It really shows how good of an actor that person is or uh-huh. an actress. Uh-huh. And I like to think about that because I kind of hated his character in this movie. <laughs> but um, it makes me think, I'm like, but he's probably a really good actor. Question number two. Question number two. What type of flooring does Joe have in his kitchen? Okay. <laughs> Joe was Stephen Ford. Stephen Ford is this guy, if you remember him. Oh, I see. He's he, actually, he was the one that she was with at, just at the airport? Yes, at the airport. And then they ran into and each Billy other? And Billy Crystal ran into him. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I know who this guy is. The blonde guy, the tall blonde guy so, that she's making out with in the airport. He happens to walk by, stop. You think he's going to say something to her, but he actually knows the guy. Yeah, so Stephen, are you ready? Are you ready for yes. this cameo? Are you yes. ready for this cameo? Joe is the son of Gerald Ford, the 38th U.S. president. Oh, really? Yeah. Cameo came into this movie for this question number two. What type of flooring does Joe have in his kitchen? A, Mexican ceramic tile or B, porcelain tile? What do we think? I would say A. And quickly, is this a guess? Yes, or? just a guess. Oh, well, it's very correct. Okay, you've got that one correct. Woo! That's what I'm talking about. Nice. Mexican ceramic tile. I was like, is he going to pay attention to this? I don't know. I did not catch that in the movie, no. So that was a guess. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. Very nice. One nice. for two. Question one number three. Two. The football game scene uses footage from an actual game of blank. Um, a... The Buffalo Bills or B, the New York Giants? 
I would say the New York Giants. That's correct. Woo! They are in New York. <laughs> they are in New York. Well, so is Buffalo, but yes. I should have said the Jets. That would have been a better one, wouldn't have. Okay, question number four. <laughs> I would have been a little more confused. Harry Burns and Sally Albright graduate from blank and share the drive to New York City. A, Notre Dame. B, University of Chicago. University of Chicago. Correct. Nice. That's three for four. Where is Notre Dame? Notre Dame is in... Um, you should have said oh, Cornell gosh, or something. It, that's in. It's in Michigan, I think. Is it in New York? Wait, wait. It's not in Michigan. Give me one sec. Because we should know this. Because they're in Chicago. I looked this they up, live, too. I looked in, this they up. Live I can't in Chicago. remember where it is. You should have said some other Chicago colleges. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I I think I knew already uh, University I, I really should have said some other. But Chicago. I would have I got it right anyways. Yeah, it was kind of obvious. They say it like right in the intro. I mean, in the beginning, she's like... You know, they take the trip no, from know, yeah. the University of Chicago to New York. <clears throat> I just remember they were from Chicago too. So Which segues nicely into my next question. Ooh. Okay, you are at three for four. If you get four for five, you win your five for dollars. Five I'm for about five, to win it too. Five dollars. I'm about to throw off the stats. Right, so He's trying to swim getting up. cocky over here. He's getting cocky. <laughs> Harry Burns and Sally Albright. Uh, so they went from University of Chicago to New York, right? So my question is, name the bridge Harry and Sally go over depicted in this image when arriving into New York together from Chicago, okay? A is Brooklyn B- Bridge. B is the George Washington Bridge. Oh, shit. This so is the didn't bridge. say the Golden Gate Bridge because that's what I thought it was. This is the bridge. I would have totally said the Golden Gate Bridge. Where is the Golden Gate Bridge? Is that in San Francisco? No, it's in New York. Is it? Actually... I think it's in New York. So this is the actual footage of them going to, um, going over the bridge. This is uh, the car in the scene going over the bridge, and then this is just the bridge with the. It's actually a beautiful bridge. Yeah, it is really beautiful. What are my options? Your your options are the Brooklyn Bridge or the George Washington Bridge. The uh, Golden Gate Bridge is actually in uh, California, San Francisco. That's why I was uh, double checking. Okay, that's right. Yeah. But I was thinking it's reminding me of it. It does. Kind yeah. of the Golden Gate Bridge. I love bridges. They're so cool. I'm sorry. I said his name one more time. Okay. It is the um, Brooklyn Bridge and the George Washington Bridge. <sighs> I would say Brooklyn Bridge. That's incorrect. I'm sorry Damn. to tell you, Stephen. Three for five. It was the Damn. George Washington Bridge. Man. So close. You said Brooklyn. There's just I was already thinking like New York. So the George close. Washington was like one of those names. Like it could have been anywhere. It's also kind of a geography thing. I don't. I don't know if Brook. If you knew where Brooklyn were in perspective, I just knew they were going to New York, which Brooklyn George is in Washington New York. Bridge. Like I wouldn't have known that George Washington could have been like anywhere. Uh huh. For sure. So if you say Brooklyn, I'm like kind of gonna go with that one. But for sure. Hey, it didn't do me well in the end, did it? No, it didn't. I no, guess it not. didn't. It's okay. I think I'm still doing better than you overall stats. <laughs> Trent, what are those overall? You would just stats? bring that back. Let's so you, we've go, we both out. got two for two. We both gotten two, not two for two. We both gotten two five for fives. Okay. So we're pretty zeroed out right now. So zero, uh, we're head to we're, head. We're pretty average for the both of us. Yeah, okay, so it's yeah. good competition. You know, good I think competition. I'll lead overall eventually once we get there. <laughs> it's gonna take. It's gonna take a couple more rounds. You know what I'm saying? So it will. But we're also getting better with the questions and stuff, and making it more difficult. Yeah, I like these questions. I they think are they're like uh, kind of interesting facts. Yeah. So let's get in the uh, director and cast. Director and the cast. 
director and the cast. Director and cast. Director and cast. The director and the inspector of this film. Rob Reiner gets the credit. Director of the movie. He's done some other ones that you guys have definitely heard of. Let me start off with one of my favorites, The Princess Bride. Steven, have you seen it? <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. The seen? Princess Bride. Why trip. not? Really? <laughs> First of all, if it has princess in the name, you could pretty much count me out. Yeah, well, it's a it's a classic <laughs> movie. A lot of people will say, says, they um, like that movie. So He did The Wolf of Wall Street. Who? Rob Reiner? Yeah. Or I guess he was in The Wolf of Wall Street. He was in The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, that makes more sense to me. Oh, so I know this guy. This guy, uh, yeah, I see Next big movie of his? He he acted in Wolf of Wall Street. A Few Good Men? You Can't Handle the Truth. Are we talking about his director credits? Director credits, yes. He also did that movie. Because he's a big actor, too. In fact, he's got a lot more actor credits now. I know he's a big actor. Yeah, he does a lot But the main films he's known for overall is All in the Family... This is Spinal Tap. Never heard of it. That's an 84 film. Is he actually the known Wolf for that? of Wall Street He's known and for that. A Few Good Men. A Few Good Men. He you was can't a producer. Handle the truth. Jack Nicholson, Tom Cruise, big movie back in the day. So he he was a director or producer? He, director. And then he, he was a producer. He, he was also the director, though. Okay. He did both. Um, he also was in The Bucket List with Morgan Freeman. I've, I've heard of that movie, never saw it. He's also in Rumor Has It, Jennifer Aniston. He was the director for all yeah. of those. And he is the guy, He in Wolf of Wall Street, he's the he's um, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio's dad. Uh-huh. Or is he his dad? Because didn't he like defect to some Russian accent? Or some Wait, which movie are we talking? Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, I don't. I didn't pay attention enough to know which one he. Would yeah, have I remember he was one of the things, and he was like Spit in up. there, and he was like, "What are you guys spending all this money on?" Like, and then Jonah Hill's like, you know, he's like, "The the appetizers did cure cancer. That is why we had to." He's like, "Are these appetizers curing cancer?" He's like, "The appetizers did cure cancer. That is why it costs a little bit more." I don't think That's I remember. I, I haven't seen that movie in a little while, so I'm gonna. I can't remember that. Uh, it's exact, a good. It's a good movie, but that is where I head. recognize him from. As far as um, he's a good actor too. He's a good actor too. Let's talk about the next, like the cast. So Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan are in this movie. They are the two lovers. Let's hit Billy. And they C. are really. Let's, let's talk about. They're uh, really big for this time. Eighty nine. I mean. This yep. made Billy Crystal pretty big. Meg Ryan already, I think, was pretty big. I well, don't. So Billy Crystal definitely blew up here in the '90s. After it looks like when when I met Sally, which is he's known for when when Harry met Sally, City Slickers, mm-hmm. Forget Paris, and Analyze This. Mm-hmm. That looks like it's good. Robert Robert De Niro in it. Analyze. This. I'm trying to think if I know any movie of it his, is Robert De Niro in it, movies it. of his. He's in Monsters Inc. He's one of the voices of Monsters. So he, he is he is Mike Wazowski. Courtney called that, and I yeah. didn't, I couldn't see it. And he's also in Miracle Max, um, or his name is Miracle Max in Princess Bride. You've never seen the Princess Bride, but he's in that movie too. So he's with Rob Reiner. I guess they knew each other. He's also in a movie that I remember my brother said was super freaked out by. It was called Running Scared. And this movie apparently is a is an older movie that's a really scary movie, really thriller movie. Never heard of it. And I kind of want to watch it because it's just supposed to be a good, uh, older, scary movie. But I'm trying to find this. Never damn. have seen it. But Billy Crystal has been in some popular stuff that I've heard about. Other than that, I don't really know. He's got TV series and stuff, but I don't really know any of these other movies he's known for. Meg Ryan I want to talk more about unless you have... No, I was just—I was just trying to look More. for this. I saw it, but I couldn't pinpoint it. So Meg I Ryan s- to me is honestly, 
She's the star in this movie. I liked her so much. And I don't know what it was. I think it was just the classic 80s, Sally 90s. Albright, yeah. That, that classic time. She's, I just could tell she was so big in that time. She was a big face, big, like, Well, famous. this apparently was... Uh, was she was very popular. That, as far as what she's known for, this is the earliest at 89. And then there's You've Got Mail, Sleepless in Seattle, and so City of Angels. I, this is so funny. Those, these are the top so, ones. Last night, I watched Sleepless in Seattle. Did you? Yeah. I didn't. Uh, I've never heard about that. But what is that? Because you, are you? It's a classic movie. Early nineties. <laughs> it's a classic movie. Early nineties. Same that time period with like you've got mail. I like you've got mail. These are all nineties films. She I, was real big in the nineties. Um, started early nineties with that Harry Met Sally. You know, it's, which is an eighty nine. Tom, Tom Hanks is in Sleepless in Seattle. He does a great job. He's also in those older movies with Meg Ryan. I do like Tom Hanks. So how did how how was that movie? It's great. He does a great job. This premise of the movie was a little bit out there for me. The premise of the movie is he's he calls in a radio show and he says, this is, he's, oh, it's a whole thing. He calls in a radio show. He's basically talking about how it, he's sleepless in Seattle. He can't sleep because he just, his wife just died. And he's like, all these girls tune in and, and Meg Ryan's one of the ones that tunes in. She's like, oh, That's falling weird. in love with this guy over the phone. And then ends up going to Seattle from New York to see him, but doesn't say anything to him. Tom Hanks' kid ends up going to Seattle because they've been the kid's been writing to Meg Ryan. That's it's weird. so it's so convoluted. And very, very a lot extra, but it was a good movie. It reminded me of this movie. Yeah. I like this movie more though. Yeah, she's in um a TV series Picture Paris now. I don't she was in Ithaca. These are that, that was in 2018. One. Ithaca was a I've heard that was that was later. And then I've heard of uh, You've Got Mail, which is one of my favorites. She was she, she was in Curb Your Enthusiasm. She's in Top Gun. At one episode at least. She's in Top Gun. Oh, was that? she in Top yeah, Gun? Yeah, she was in Top Who Gun. Who was she in that? I, I don't think, she think was I, right I don't next know to... if I've seen Top Gun. You haven't seen it? I'd, I thought I have seen it, but I, I can never remember what's going on in that movie. Too. That's another one of those older movies that was super popular too. It was, uh, who was Tom that? Cruise Tom Cruise. Tom and... Cruise, yeah. The same guy we just watched. Mm-hmm. That reminds me, I saw Risky Business recently too, talking about Tom Cruise and. Um, I've never seen that one either. I know. I just about? saw it just because he's been brought up. So the su- supporting cast. I mean, did you have anybody else for Meg Ryan? Those were my big ones. Top Gun was a big one for me. <clears throat> no, I was just there was a uh, Carrie Fisher. She played Marie. Carrie Fisher played Marie and Bruno. And Kirby, Bruno. Jess. Yeah, I guess they were the friends. Were Stephen they the friends? Ford? That's the guy you were talking about. Isn't Joe. that crazy? 38th president's kid. Yeah, he was the one in that one scene where he was making out there. He's like, I want a quick make out scene. I want to be in and out. The right? 38th president, U.S. president's kid is in this movie. Making out Isn't with Meg Ryan. <laughs> I love it. It's cool. Um, and then he pretends like he doesn't even acknowledge her. <laughs> I know. And he does know her. Uh-huh. And then she says when he leaves. He had he to says, do that. He had to do that, though. Honestly, but he didn't. If he was going to do that, he might as well just not interrupt them in the first place. Just to say hey to your old neighbor. I mean, he didn't know that she was going to react like that. That was honestly for her. She, she, he wanted she to, reacted like she didn't know him. Because she did, she wanted to. I know. But I think he wanted to like say, hey, I'm here. Kind he of did. Thing. He wanted to and say I something to, know to this her. Guy. So, so he had to do what he said. And that's where and she not, finds out that he's her. married too, right? He had to do that. And that's you where, also that's remember where she when, finds out that he's married at the time to that girl, Helen. Well, yeah, he, he gets... And things are good for him at that time. He, um, he walks up to her and he starts talking to her about... Yeah, how he's like, 
he's married and it's not a also do you remember when they're on the plane scene and he's in the seat behind her on the plane yeah he, and then he comes up. up and then he does this for he's like did y'all do we uh i know that's so weird he's such a weird guy he's a weird guy why would you do that and then he's like excuse me can i take the seat no no no. the guy was like do you guys know each other you want to sit together and she's like no that's great thank that'd you. be great thank you and then he gets <laughs> right up and starts talking to her right and, and she up. doesn't want to talk to him but he's I like know, that's the, another thing that's weird it's like he's, if someone doesn't want to talk to you you shouldn't like sort of push yourself and he and he's them. persistent and he, he is super persistent and he hey gets, it ends up working <laughs> and he starts talking to her more and more it ends up definitely working which is uh hilarious. i love the back and forth between between them like so funny but the million dollar question can men and women be friends uh i have my take on this what is your take <clears throat> controversial but yeah i think men and women can be friends if both parties have similar mindsets on what's going on like not know. always i'm not saying always because even and, in and, this case in the movie and when we're saying friends they ended up fucking when we're saying friends are we saying like, like you go and like, hang out with them like, like you friends with me. you like yeah. you and like, me, we are doing some. Okay, well, that's. A, I mean, that's a little different for me. I consider like coworkers and things differently. It, it's kind of just. If you're like going to hang out with someone, I mean, there's no way that's gonna work. It would just always be different if I was friends with you or a girl. Like it's it's just a different thing entirely. It's not like that close, and that's just my perspective. Could just because I have you know boys and stuff like that that are homies. Yeah, I, I'm not saying like it wouldn't be cool. But there are any girls. I think like you that? could. I think there are guys and girls that could be best friends like that. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. But it's just not I think me. One, I don't have there's any. no way that they're both like the, at least it, it's one of them is going to think differently. I think. But I have great girlfriends, like friends that are girls. It's like but Yeah, you don't go hang out with them and shit. I know. I mean I I mean I know, but like Yeah. I don't I, I see what you're saying. I see what the argument is and it's all it's all really funny and controversial. Um, so you're saying no. I'm saying no. I don't think that you can really do it without at least one of the people being sexually interested. So here's here's a quote. Here's a, or I I feel like we should just go into the. Let's just start going into the. I want to talk about this stuff in uh, little favorite scenes. Favorite scenes from the magazine. Yeah, let's Let's just start. Let's hop into these conversations. Yes, that's right. They can't be friends unless both of them are involved with other people. Then they can. This is an amendment to the earlier rule. If the two people are in a relationship, the pressure of possible involvement is lifted. That doesn't work either. No. Because what happens no. then is the, because <laughs> no. what happens then is the person you're involved with can't understand why you need to be friends with the person you're just friends with. Like it means something is missing from the relationship and wanted to go outside to get it. Then when you say no, 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 it's not true, nothing is missing from the relationship, the person you're involved with then accuses you of being secretly attracted to the person you're just friends with, which you probably are. I mean, come on. Well, first of all, I think that's exactly right. And I think also, and I'm kind of just realizing this, I think to have a really good friend, sex doesn't need to be in there, which is why same-sex friendships are so much more popular than different sex friendships. I think that is Because you're just focused on the interests of the other person and we're so much alike too and we're because just, we gr- were both men that grew up together and know each other really well yeah yeah we knew each other really well so it's like goes hand in hand but it goes hand in hand with friendships and and how long <clears> it's been and just like everything but I, de- I definitely agree that if there's like an opposite sex friendship that's as close that doesn't have anything to do with sex i mean 
I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who is like that? Okay, so his quote is so accurate. I mean, it's just true. And he's into her the whole time. Yeah, he. He's I mean, interested it, in her since the beginning. There's elements of truth in this for sure. It's he's just like when his. It's just his perspective, and he has like a yeah. perspective of like kind of this pessimist, and she's more optimist. They talk about earlier in the movie, um, which is weird. He's because like, "Do you have a dark side?" And she's like. Not really. He's like, you don't have a dark side. And she's like, yeah, I have a dark side. I, I, I get mad sometimes. And he's like, and then he's, uh, he's like, well, my dark side is I read the last page of a book. So in case he, um, I'll know what happens at the end. And yeah, in, I saw in, case I, in case I die, I'll know what happens in the end. Like what? He says that? Yeah. That's, oh, that's his dark side. He's like, apparently, you know, that's what a dark side is and so he's more pessimist for sure you yeah you know what's interesting is i felt like a lot of her personalities were more masculine personalities did you how, yeah. how so like i feel like i don't know mainly as a male i don't really get feel like i get that mad and she was he and was she was like, getting mad at no she was like he was like because because at one point i remember he says to her um he's like she'd have a right to be mad at some points Remember he like confronts her at the other New Year's party, I think, and they're having that big argument. Or maybe this was the the downfall of it. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. The, the movie was really weird. But he keeps coming, finding his way back to her. He does. He does and find like, his way back to her. <laughs> I guess he's like, he's like a bruise in your brain. It kept, me, it kept me on my toes, honestly. The whole movie kept me on my toes. I wasn't sure about most things that were going on. Yeah. I also wanted- but then he goes, to the, he goes through a divorce where she's with another man. Uh-huh. Helen is with another man, so now he has to deal uh-huh. with that, and I think that makes him see in a different light. I, uh, I I like really. I actually thought the grandparents and the first grandparents were them in the future, or something like that. No, I didn't. you knew that. I didn't. I didn't know. You knew it was just a random. No, I didn't know. Once you saw the second grandparents, saw, you were like, I was you were off. like, oh, so that's not them. Exactly. This is just you didn't, grandparents you didn't really telling. Know. And I thought maybe stories. they were maybe characters in the movie that just hadn't come up. I thought that maybe maybe whether they were their parents or something. Uh huh. Uh, I didn't know. I thought it was going to maybe be kind of be like an office type show uh-huh. where there's like interviews going on and stuff because yeah, the first, first scene is an interview. I, I also thought you had another, you brought up a quote, another quote that was super famous. I oh, think I know was the a quote. famous quote. I what I is it? Quote. What is it? You get one chance and one chance only Trent. This is one of those random. I'll have what she's having. That's it. <laughs> That's it. So what do you think about the fake orgasm scene? I thought it was so weird. I'm like, First of all, if there's no sex, sex, like, why are you guys talking about sex so much? You, she did a good job. They were just, I guess. Well, how whole, do you think her acting was in the orgasm scene? I mean, she did a good job. I guess it was good. I, it could have gone so. But south. why would could you anyone do if, that could in you the imagine, middle of a restaurant? Imagine acting this scene. You would out, get up Steven. from the table and be like, you I would be leave. thinking about the scene. The week before it happens, and then it'd be the yeah. day before, and then it would be an hour before, and then you'd be having the scene where you're faking an orgasm. But in, in a restaurant, of, in front of the entire cast and crew, all of the actors, supporting actors, like all of them. Yeah, and then it's but just, she's just trying to prove a point that anyone she does can, a great anyone job. can fake. Oh it. my gosh, it gave me so much respect for Meg Ryan. Yeah, but why would you do that? In the middle of a restaurant? Well, obviously that wouldn't happen. <laughs> no, I, mean, I know. We both just know that. And so then, steep. And she was proving a point. I understand the And point. then she's like, I'll have what she's having. Yeah. She said, I'll have what she's having. Which is a great line. That is the best line. I remember I was like, oh, that's where it's I from. think Billy Crystal wrote, wrote that and put it in. Oh, really? He was like, she should say this. Yeah. I feel like he was the, uh, he just reminds me of, um, reminds me of Seinfeld. For I know reason. it does. I mean, it does. It reminds me of like a. 
non-family version of Seinfeld. <laughs> it, it does for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, also, I just have a bunch of quotes. Let's just uh, let's do that. You got that thing I pulled up? Get that out. Oh because, yeah, yeah. Um, the, yeah. I think the, it'd be I think it'd be email. funny for us to have a back and forth real quick. And okay. I right, so <laughs> quickly, this guy quickly, quickly. Having me read off a damn script. I had here. my dream again, where I'm making love and the Olympic judges are watching. I've nailed the compulsory, so this is it. <laughs> this is weird. The finals. I got a nine eight from the Canadian, a perfect ten from the American, and my mother, disguised as an East German judge, gave me five six. Must, must have, been, have been the dismount. Must have been the dismount. And then she says, "Well, basically, it's the same one I've been having since I was twelve. What happens?" She says, it's too embarrassing. Oh, and this is weird, too. Don't tell me. She says, okay, there's this... First of all, and I was thinking, I was like, first of all, there's no sexual attention. Like, why are you guys talking about sex so much? Wait, wait, finish the line so everybody knows what you're talking about. Yeah, and then she. this is where Say, she okay, tells okay, her there's fantasy. This guy. Okay, there's this guy. She says, there's this guy. What does he look like? I don't know. He's just... Kind of faceless. Faceless guy. Okay, then what? He rips off my clothes. Then what happens? That's it. <laughs> that's it? The faceless guy rips off your clothes and that's a sick, the same sex fantasy you've been having since you were 12? Exactly the same? So, well, sometimes I vary it a little bit. Which part? What I'm wearing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's weird too. Yeah, I think the whole thing's hilarious because it's so accurate girls don't like see a a, a face guy you guys, don't know guys are so descriptive with it i don't know, know. you're right i don't know you don't know but, they, they but i feel like i hear I feel that, like that was lot. super weird for a woman but maybe that's how they consider i don't know i don't know i don't know it was it was obvious enough for them to put this in the movie so maybe it's a thing maybe it is a thing i don't know but maybe it's not a thing like i I, I don't can't know. see it being a thing. I don't want to speak on it, honestly. I, yeah. I, I do know what you're saying. But uh, I unless do the think whole it's... thing was to like be like, I'm not gonna tell you any fantasy mm-hmm. I have, or I don't want to get into any fantasies that I have with you. Yeah. Which is like the normal thing you would think in a relationship. I mean, we're best friends and we don't talk about our sexual fantasies together. Uh-huh. We don't have to like we don't have to talk about that kind of stuff. Like, like no one ever asks that True. if we're just friends. True. The whole thing is he's into her. E- exactly. And she's like kind of coming around to him the entire time. No, I, I agree. I mean, and she's like, all right, much. fine. You're a douche, but I'll accept you, I guess. You're like always. Do you remember when he says, I love you? She says, I hate you. Yeah, or something like that. No, that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. Near the end. Yeah, near the end. Yeah. I thought that was. She's funny. like, I hate you. <laughs> and then, but she meant she loved him. Yeah, but she was still saying, <laughs> I hate you. So, um, Steven, do you have a favorite scene? No, not you really. I like scenes? I like the um, old people scenes the most. Those are funny. I think I laughed the most when that guy was talking about. It was like the worst, the non-perfect relationship old couple that he had like married two other women and came <laughs> back to her, and then he's like, "Oh dear, what did I say to you when I came to you?" She's like, "You said, what are you going after this?" Oh yeah, that's right. I said, "Where are you going after this?" <laughs> Here we are today. <laughs> no, I, I like the old people too. They had because they, it's so true. It just felt authentic. No, I fuck. know. And there was that one old couple that was speaking for each other, and then there was that one um, Asian couple at the end that had an arranged marriage. Uh huh. And he's like, "I didn't know if I was going to like it, so I went to her village and I snuck into her village." I remember and I saw that. Her, and I like, remember I said, that. She is very pretty. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It just lets you see all the different, you know, variations of love. It's but so that's cool. weird. But I, I don't know. I, I love it. Yeah. It's cool. I think. And then also their phone sequence. They had a uh, 
they they did a take 60 different times to nail it. It's the phone sequence. There's three different sets. It's Meg Ryan in one set, Billy Crystal in another set, and then their friends in and one center, other set. Yeah, that's interesting. And then they're all talking and they have to uh they all have to hang up at the exact same time. Apparently they messed that up too. It took sixty times to I get think it right. The only people that really have to hang up Well, I think they do need to hang up kind they of They all were hanging up at the same time, so it was like really put an exclamation point on the end of the scene. But they did it was a great scene. I it was one of my favorite scenes. It was really cool. So it didn't mess up and they had to They had to do it sixty times. Sixty one, I think. Oh, wow. That's really hard. The other scene I wanted to bring up because I thought it was funny was the uh, Pictionary game. They were playing Pictionary. Yeah. And um, she's like, what is like, what is it? I don't know. Baby talk. Oh, it's yeah. baby talk. Yeah, she was just had the baby in the lips and then she was writing errors everywhere. Was everywhere. And then that's all she was doing while the entire time. Like, yeah. just stop. If that's You're going to repeatedly do something. Just stop doing it. Honestly, Steven, I love Pictionary. Come on. Yeah. If you can get people Have in and playing. Have you played the Heads Up game? No, what's that? My sister likes that. The is, Heads what Up. What is that? It's on your phone and you... Um, oh, I have played that game. one person puts that it up fun. and then everyone has to try to describe what is on the phone And you, you have to guess what it is. What else? I that's, really like that game. That's I, a fun game. And it's, I, on like, it's one of the top paid games in the App Store. But Pictionary is a great one because you, you're drawing. It's very creative. Yeah. If you can get a whiteboard and somebody who's actually committed to hosting that, it's so fun. Yeah, I've never like really been a part of the Pictionary game. Oh, it's I fun think. if you can get the right family involved. So yeah. win, lose, or draw is what they call the game, it, but we know it as Pictionary. I don't know. Oh, why. interesting. They probably for old old school. That's what you call that like, game. You know, I guess uh, just reference purposes. That scene was completely improvised. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, completely improvised. Baby, baby, what? He's like, he's like, baby, what? That wasn't. He's like, oh, I guess baby, whatever was, because <laughs> he was saying all this random other stuff. They were all saying. Random I, stuff. I didn't get it either. I was looking at the picture, trying to get it myself, and I was like, I can't get this. Steven, with all this in mind. What are you? <laughs> what are you gonna give it? Don't give it a bad rating. I didn't love. The I film. know you're not gonna love but it. But like I said, I do take into mind that it was an '89 film, uh-huh. and you know, take, it was way back in the day. Take it all into consideration. So th- this is at the end of the '80s we're talking about. We're not even into the '90s. And yet. remember, there's some crap movies out there. '90s is about to come in. It's about to be a big New Year's party for these people. I'll tell you that right now. There's too. some crap movies out there. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's better than some crap movie. <laughs> what do you give it? I just think uh, it wasn't realistic as a movie. Okay. I think it was directed well. The actors did well. But yeah, the uh, it's not realistic. It's not realistic at all, but it's a movie. Not realistic. It's, it's a decent all movie. All movies are not really that I give it like a one. No way. A you one. give it a one? Hey, oh we can God. go. We can go as low as 0.5. Yeah, we can. But you—that's the lowest you've ever gone. Anything it is the lowest. Waiting, it was 1.5. You yeah. give that a one? These are like my two like top <laughs> movies here. I, mean, I want to give it a. I, I mean, it's not like I just respect it for what it is. Yeah, because I know it's a ridiculous freaking movie. It is ridiculous. But I just for its time. I, and, I was like, this is this would never happen. This guy is clearly into her, Stephen. That uh, I'm gonna argue with you till the cows since, come home on that. Since one. the beginning, no, but it's just different. Like I it's said, a great movie. Like, when it's you, a great when movie. Did you it's see well it? produced. When did you movies see that it? are ones are like some crappy movie. Like I saw well, a movie. All, I saw this movie. Every movie and, is gonna be well produced and well directed. And I feel like well acted. That's everything. No, that's not everything. No, I no, think it no, is. No, that is not everything. To have a good movie, you need to have that first off. So are you and taking? There needs to are be you a, taking at least a decent story? Are you part. taking all of the movies that exist in the world in the universe and then putting this movie in that category of one through like one hundred? Let's just put it at one hundred. All the movies in the universe, you're putting this movie at a one over here with like. 
There's some bad movies. Well, I, I like I've already said, I think there's like a good. Where would you put that movie in? Eighty percent and eighty percent in that bad. universe. Where would you put the movie? At about a one. With all the other <laughs> about movies 10%. that are ones, no, there's a million other movies I guarantee you'd rather watch than this movie. Well, I mean, if you think about that, there's a million movies that we just couldn't watch because they're not even in our language. We can't think like that. We just gotta think in about English. Our Let's own. just put our parameters on it in English. I put that movie at like a 75, 80. Yeah, but there's so, so I'm gonna many put. I'm gonna say movies. mine is like 80, percent 75, percent uh, 3.5. But when did you watch it? Four, 3.5, four, 3.5. <laughs> You know, because you said one, I'm going to say five four. Stars. Since you said one, I'm going to say four. You scrub over there. Movie <laughs> critic, say, my butt. Trent's giving a higher rating out of spite right now, people. Basically. Basically. <laughs> I can change it whenever I want. It's not locked in. All right, so he really you got, about a what did you get? 3.5, three out of five. In the five for five, you give it a one. I give it a four. What's wrong with this guy? Hey, I thought it was, it, it was everything was right besides the story. They could have oh, done better. Because it wasn't real enough. It wasn't real it enough. Just, well, the thing is, they tried to make it real all the way until the end when they didn't commit. Steven, it's a, it's a beautiful movie. You just gotta, you gotta go on the roller coaster. You gotta get on the roller coaster. You gotta strap in and you gotta take the ride, Steven. I took the ride. You gotta go on the ride and enjoy <laughs> it. it was look only at an hour and a half. You gotta look at things over here. You learn something. You look at something. And then you get off the train and it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. It it's is a fun, fun movie. It is fun. You escape. So... That's the hypocritic podcast. People. Glad you we're glad not you came real by. critics, all right. So don't don't take that to heart. In fact, I would double check everything we said. Yeah, well, most of us right this time, but we've definitely messed up in the we past. We just pretty much check out IMDb. Oh, quickly fact check. Uh Notre Dame is in Indiana. Oh, interesting. Okay. So quickly, um, did you have any other things you wanted to say, Steve? No, I just appreciate this. Um, people, if you can give us a five stars and a review, it would help propel us way quicker be than super, ever we'd be super grateful super grateful That'd be for the bottom of our hearts you know, it helps us out a lot you know, and, we appreciate um, it. and Stephen uh, what day is it March 8th 2020 it is March 8th 2020 3 2020 let's uh, leave it on that note how about that alright bam spring forward